Well, good evening everyone. It's uh, a lovely uh, hot summer's day. Hasn't this been wonderful uh, weather we've been having? And uh, the cost of ministry is such that we have actually come indoors uh, and sat on uh, the pondering couch where it is significantly cooler than uh, the sunshine of uh, the day that we've just had. But Marson, we've uh, just been mulling over uh, yesterday when you uh, shared with us on Acts 5, which was that, I mean, I think you said at the start, Acts is just like this this thriller or action movie or something like that. You know, if, if we weren't going to see it in the cinema, it's fast-paced, it's boom, boom, boom. It's, yeah. it's, it's one thing happening after another. And uh, you've just got this breathless excitement, haven't you, in, in that passage that you were describing, all these people coming along in Solomon's Colonnade. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really good. It, I mean, I don't know whether it's intentional by Luke the writer, because sometimes when you read the Gospel of Luke, there's a bit more structure to it and a bit more of a flow, whereas this it seems like he's trying to squash, you know, like yeah. an exciting child yeah. trying yeah. to tell you about their day and it's all coming in together. Yeah. Um, but no, it is a great story. And um, I spoke about shadows. So we spoke about um, Peter's shadow healing people. Yeah. Um, and then I also spoke about um, actually Jewish people avoiding Yeah, which was shadow. a very powerful image actually, yeah. wasn't it? And not yeah. something I was aware of. Yeah. No, no, I thought that was really interesting. And we ha we've got these kind of two groups, one avoiding getting close effectively yeah. to a group of people and then another one sort of being so close that their shadow's going over them. And I thought that was really interesting. And then from there, um, it also says that um, that all the people lie down on mats. And I thought, well, were they doing that so their shadow wouldn't fall on the Jewish yeah, people? Yeah, yeah. Or were they just so ill that they were lying down? And maybe it could have been for both that they were trying to, they were taking this step out to, to get healed by Peter, but then also understanding the context that they were in and yeah. sort of seeking that. There's, I mean, there is something quite remarkable going on here, isn't there? So there's this incredible healing. There's cries gathered from times around Jerusalem. There's clearly a stir. There are lots of people. Uh, I mean, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on, on beds. I mean, it... It, it, it sounds incredible, and, and you get the sense that there's this gathering excitement. But then there's one other question we were pondering, and I don't know uh, what you think about this, this Martin. I, 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 I think he said something to me about it was one of the sort of conundrums you wrestle with. That in verse 13, no one else dared join them, even though they were highly regarded by the people. And... I think that was one of the things that I took away most forcefully from your sermon, that you were describing this incredible movement of God, lots of people being drawn, lots of people being excited, but uh, you quoted from Corinthians, didn't you, about the wisdom of God being foolishness to the world. And I think what I was hearing you say was, sometimes there will be moves of God that are great and that are powerful, but some people just won't get them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's there's part of me that wants to say that once you preach the gospel, everybody that you preach to will get it. Mm -hmm. 
But the truth is God's working in everybody differently and there will be those people that just don't get it, that will yeah. just reject it. And then we meet this, this tension of, like I said, do we water down the gospel? Do we, do we drop what it means to be a Christian so that we can engage those that aren't willing? Or do we just have to accept that these people, it's just not now, it's just not the moment to engage with them? I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? Because you, you, you get the sense that there was a very strong conviction, wasn't there, about this um, early church. I mean, I think I used the analogy, it was full fat, wasn't it? And not skimmed yeah, yeah. or semi-skimmed a couple of weeks ago. They were quite unapologetic, weren't they? I mean, this was what's on the table. And uh, to those who were drawn, that was great. Uh, uh, to those who weren't being drawn, well, so be it. And I guess Jesus said that, didn't he? That, that, that he, the sower scatters seeds and there are some people who are like the, the bits of ground where it, it, it just never takes hold. Are we sometimes just too ready to, I don't know, not water it down, but we bend ever backwards. We do everything we can to uh, to go after someone and try to persuade them and try and make this more palatable. I mean, I, I sometimes wonder are there ways in which we we could almost sell Jesus as being like an appendage to just middle-class, comfortable lifestyles. So Jesus completes you and makes you the person you are always meant to be. Whereas actually, you read here about the world being turned upside down and the message here is come and be part of the revolution. So. Yeah, maybe that is something we need to take from this, that, that um, where the gospel is at work and where, where, where God is doing things, it's going to be radical. I mean, this is this is turning the world upside down. So if we yeah. looked at Luke last year, didn't we? And this is Luke's volume, yeah, yeah. volume two. But yeah, are we, do we just need to be more relaxed and more confident in, in, in God that He's sending the people to us who he wants to send and we work with them. Mm. Do we spend too much energy going in places where God's not at work? And because actually if if we're just going with what God is doing, it will be easier. <laughs> because it will be his energy and it will be his movement. And you get that sense as well, don't you, that they are just being carried along by, by what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, and there's, yeah, I think I definitely agree with you in the kind of lack of structure. I think there was agreement of where they were going to meet, yeah, and then it just sort of happened, and and that's that's it. It's really hard, isn't it? To there's this momentum that's in the church at the time, yeah, and there's this renewal, this constant healing, this new people joining, but then around the edge, there are those people that just aren't getting it. Yeah, and that's okay. From what we see, that's okay, um, and, and I think that would be the same for for the healing as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure there were some healings where people were healed and then didn't connect, didn't yeah. just went back to their normal lives, and and that was okay. Um, it's this image of God's kingdom moving, absolutely, and, yeah. and that's where we want to be. We want to be where God wants us to be. Yeah. And that's where his kingdom will grow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I always remember somebody saying about parables, you know, Jesus told parables and he says there as well, doesn't he? Uh, 
there's Matthew 13, I think, I mean, he quotes that, you know, but from Isaiah, I think about people who are ever hearing but not perceiving. Yeah, yeah. Somebody said to me once, it's like if you tell a joke and somebody doesn't get it. Um, it might not be that you've told a bad joke, it might be in my case, uh, but actually more to the point, even a joke can expose something in people. Either they're, they've got a sense of humour and they get it, or maybe they think in a certain way that they just don't get it. It doesn't mean mm. it's a bad joke. And there is something about the gospel exposes everyone's heart in one way or another. And yeah, there will there will be some who who just find it too threatening or too perplexing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've enjoyed my pondering. Thank you. Yeah, it's been good. It's been good. And uh, we will go in a minute and uh, work on our time. Yes. And yes. Uh, you've got to make the most of these opportunities. But uh, I think it's going to be me back here next week as we're, the story goes on yeah. uh, into uh, chapter six. And uh, we will see what uh, lies in front of us as this journey continues. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. God bless. See you.